Welcome back to the latest edition of our OmniTalk Spotlight Series. Ann and I are really excited today because every once in a while you come across a company that just, it just hits you across the face and you go, wow, that's really cool. And I got to tell you, that's what happened with the company we're spotlighting today. And the company we're spotlighting today is called Pointy. And we're excited because we have Pointy CEO, Mark Cummins here on the phone with us. So Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Nice to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Mark, I think you can probably do it far better than we can. But for the audience and the listeners, what is Pointy? How would you best describe it? We basically help local retailers get their inventory, their live inventory for all their store locations displayed online. And that's a pretty difficult problem for a lot of retailers because that information is is trapped in a whole bunch of systems that might be stuck in the store. And we have a sort of a neat way around that. So we have a, a device that they just attach to their point of sale and they plug it in and basically there's plug in the device and it's going to build the store profile for them. Uh, so a lot of uh, independent retailers use this now to, to get a live uh, picture of their inventory up on the internet. And then if somebody nearby is searching for a product by name, that local store then has a good chance of ranking in the search results. So people are saying, where can I find this product? Okay, it's available here. I might just walk down the block and buy it rather than you know ordering it from Amazon, for example. That's fascinating. So exp- let, let's and let's let's peel it back completely. Yeah. So like let's let's assume I'm like Larry and I own a hardware store here in town. And I'm Larry and I come to you guys and I say, "You know what? I've had this hardware store. It's just a physical store. I have sell products out of it every single day, but I really want to have an online presence. What ex- what exactly do they do? How does your solution exactly work for them?" Uh, right. So we um we ship them a device called a pointy box. Um and it's like an IoT device if you're into buzzwords, so it's connected mm-hmm. directly to the cell phone network. Okay. And the device attaches to the barcode scanner in the store. So it just picks up the, the barcode numbers of products as they're being scanned uh, as the store does its normal daily business. And from that, it builds up a profile of what products are sold in the store and whether or not they're in stock. Uh, and we use that information to power a basically a, a catalog website for that store. So we, we deal with all the problems of sourcing all of the product data, like the, the titles and descriptions and imagery and all that stuff. So literally all the store does is they attach this device to their barcode scanners and then we're going to build them what feels like you know a really rich online presence listing every product and, and whether or not it's available. And then we we work on making sure those pages come up in search engine optimizations, and they can also run like product level ad campaigns through us. And we're we're integrated with a bunch of other places where my consumers might be looking for you know where is this product available. Wow, how do you get all the product information? How does that come to you just so seamlessly through that integration? Yeah, that's a huge, huge effort. Like you think it's one of those things that uh, you can just go out and get a product catalog, but it's 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 a lot of work. They exist in a whole bunch of different places, and, and there's a whole bunch of suppliers, but they're they're fragmented. They're various various different quality levels, and so a huge amount of our work was was integrating all that data together, um, making it sort of like high quality. And you know, my background is in machine learning, so okay. like making that system like you know big data pipelines work. That's kind of our our bread and butter. Um, but we also have a, a lot of human effort that goes into that as well. Um, so every single product that gets reviewed by hand for quality before it goes on the site. And we've done you know, several million products at this point. And Mark, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you come to create uh, the Pointy platform? So I, I used to work at Google on the search team. Mm. And um, I used to work on, on machine learning stuff there. So uh, search with image and um, 
you know, com- computer vision stuff. So pretty um, sort of specialized stuff. And um, it, it kind of always struck me, though, that very basic questions couldn't be answered. You know, when I wanted to know, you know, where is this, this I'm enjoying this craft beer, where can I buy it again? You know, Google couldn't tell me the answer to a really simple question like that. I mean, I just had to walk into stores randomly until I was trying, you know, trying to find the product that I wanted. Hmm. And so I kind of started thinking about, like, you know, how can we help these local stores be more visible online? Because they're, they're a gigantic part of the economy. There's like 90% of retail spend goes through brick and mortar. And they're still relatively invisible when you go, go and do a search on the search engine. And were retailers coming to you or was this a solution that you approached them with? Yeah, I just started walking into to retailers and asking them, you know, do you have this problem? You know, how do you manage your inventory? Like, how did the systems work? Trying to see, like, was there a problem there to be solved? And yeah, the reaction was very good. Um, so I thought, yeah, maybe there is something here to fix. And once they've installed that Pointy platform, what is the relationship with the retailer and Pointy from that point forward to kind of make sure that data is correct, that um, the inventory that they're displaying online is still accurate, and that the retailers are really participating to the full um, to the full extent? Our whole sort of operating philosophy, I guess, is that there should be no work for the retailer because retailers are very busy. You know, they don't they, they've time they're time poor, especially small independent retailers. Mm-hmm. And what they, they don't really want to be maintaining a system, right? Like a lot of them, they, they know they have to be more visible online, but they just don't have the time to put into it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's pretty much an entirely sort of self um, like a self maintaining system. We're just essentially attaching to their point of sale system. And, and as they do their normal business with the point of sale, that uh, these websites get updated for them. So it's, it's, it's pretty much like nothing to do other than plug it in. Hmm. And then what they get from us is, is, is like reporting about, you know, what are the top products online? Like what are people searching for in your area? Like what's driving people to your store? And often it's not the products you might think because what people are searching for online are products that they're having a hard time finding maybe. And hmm. some, sometimes they might get an idea. Okay. Maybe I should put this, you know, at the front of my store or something like that because, um, a lot of what I've learned actually through through working with a lot of local retailers is that especially the independent sector, a lot of their advantage is is actually in their product selection. Like often they'll mm-hmm. have you know new products or new brands that aren't necessarily carried yet in the major uh, major chains, and so a lot of them you know it, being visible for those you know, niche products is actually um, a key differentiator. Mm-hmm. And knowing what those local communities want, regardless right. of like if it's a hardware store, if you have mice in the area. Wow. I mean, I, I'm thinking that because that's what's happened to me, right? Like if you need to go get some mousetraps, where do you go, right? And, and you don't know because you don't necessarily see those online presences, you know, as visibly mm-hmm. as you would normally. But yeah. that makes sense. Whether or not the product is currently in stock is also a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so right. you know, I was somebody yesterday said, you know, I'm leaving on vacation. He, he had a, a fish tank and he's like, I need this part for my fish mm-hmm. tank. But, you know, which of the four pet stores near me is going to have it in stock? Maybe not all of them. So, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a common problem as well. It's a bit like Google Maps, right? I mean, before Google Maps came out, I probably looked at a paper map once a month. But right. now I look mm-hmm. at Google Maps probably every day, right? And it's right. that when you know something is easier, you, you sort of begin to use it more. Talk more about that because that connection to me is what's really fascinating about what you guys are doing. And I imagine this is partly because of your background and, and where you came from, specifically Google. But how are you thinking then about the connection with what you do and the information that is taken from Google and both your par- and also your partnerships with them going forward. Yeah, so um, one of our big announcements in the last couple of months is is actually a big partnership with Google around um, basically store data and integrating it into Google Maps and the Google Knowledge Panel, which is the um, the card they show when you search for a store by name. Mm. So they have a new program called See What's in Store mm. that allows the store to display basically live inventory in that. Um, the Google calls it the Knowledge Card. It's that inf- uh, information box that you see when you search for a store. 
So there, there's a, a new feature there where a store can have their live inventory, all their um, products and prices uh, shown there. And uh, Pointy is the launch partner for that. So uh, if you're a local retailer and you want to have that feature appear in your profile, you just uh, plug in a Pointy box, you go through some some clicks to link your account together, and then it's going to show up there live. And it's it's you know we're definitely the easiest way to get that to happen for your store. So that's been a extremely popular feature, as as you might imagine. You know, I think a lot of retailers just you know, know that's the place that, that a lot of uh, consumers are going to find them. So so uh, it's a pretty good way for them to, to, to be more visible, basically. That's got to be an amazing feature. That's, I mean, in essence, you're giving the local mom and pop shops a point of differentiation that they've never had before in terms right. of giving people the visibility yeah. to that online. That's 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 great. Keeping them competitive when they're they're trying yeah. to fight against and the Amazons. It's, and- it's not just mom and pops. I mean, mom and pops are right. probably, you know, a big part of our audience. There may be mm-hmm. 70% of our user base or something, okay. but we have... We also have like you know hundred to thousand location uh, chains, but probably mm-hmm. probably more around the hundreds of locations mm-hmm. at the moment. But also talking to some of the the larger national retailers because I think um, I think just having live inventory is something that a lot of retailers struggle with. I mean, I know Best Buy, for example, does it, but I'm not sure Target does it. Like you know, I think that that um, it's just one of those things. It's actually quite hard to extract from 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 some you know your IT systems, even mm-hmm. for a big retailer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that's essentially going to become table stakes. So I think that um, you know retailers have got to the point where their address and their opening hours is available online, but sometimes not much more than that at a store level. So I think um, yeah, it's it's got, it's got pretty broad applicability. So if we hear you right, then that's that's actually an interesting offshoot of what you guys are able to do too. So not only is it standing up a website presence for any retailer essentially, but even for the larger guys, the the way your system connects with their point of sale systems, it can actually now give those companies that same inventory visibility. Is that exactly what you're saying there? Yeah. So I mean, we, we would probably engage differently with a like you know a sort of top tier or mid tier retailer than we would with an independent. They they don't necessarily need um, the pointy device to 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 extract the data from their point of sale. They might be able to to do that from their existing IT systems. Although mm-hmm. sometimes it helps them cut through the IT fragmentation. That the device can be the easiest way. Right. But there, we have other ways to connect to those retail systems. Um, but but I guess the things that we do next, like sort of normalizing the product data. You know, doing a proper job of integrating it with Google, making sure that you know you, you have, everything is right from an SEO point of view. If you want to run an advertising campaign, that we get all the right keywords for the products, all that stuff is something that you know they're not specialists at, and, uh, and so we can we can take it off their hands. That's great. Now, how long have you guys been at this? So, so how long has the company been around? So we started in 2014, mm. um, really 2015, or like late 2014, early 2015. Um, and we're, yeah, we, we only launched in the US in 2016. So we actually okay. started initially in Europe. Okay. Um, but we've been growing pretty rapidly. So we're just about to cross 1% of US retailers in the next couple of months using the platform. So it's, it's been really great response from pretty much any, any town, any city in the US at this point. It's probably got at least one retailer on Pointy. Mark, what do you think the future looks like for Pointy? What's, what's on your roadmap next in the next couple of months, couple of years? Where do you see the platform going? Yeah. So, I mean, up until now, what we've done is, is essentially marketing automation and kind of like helping people get to that. Really, I would say get, get to the starting line in terms of having, you know, their, their, their store hmm. like digitally you know, represented. Sure. Um, I think there's a lot of things you can do on top of that. You know, when, once you've digitized the store's inventory, then I guess the next thing people think about is like, well, maybe I want to do, um, you know, some additional features where, where people can you know, be reserved online or you can kind of understand your own 
your own um, retail data. So that's something that we're thinking a little bit about at the moment is, is, is like, can we help, uh, especially smaller retailers, just sort of understand things like, like you know, in and out of stock or product selection or those kind of things. So we, we, we see an awful lot of um, the product data across the, the market and, and just sort of helping people uh, understand that really their own store is something that we're, we're thinking about. I mean, we haven't actually launched anything there at the moment, but it's something that we're just talking to retailers about seeing, you know, is there a way to, to, to help? I really like how you said that the starting line for e-commerce, that's a really cool way to think about what you guys do. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, just getting to step one really. And I think it's, um, it's amazing, you know, what a large percentage of, of, you know, the U S retail spend goes through stores that, that, you know, still, still are basically getting there. Even like 20 years after, you know, Amazon launched or the, the internet launched, you know, e-commerce is still maybe 10% of retail. Right. And I think, um, you know, a lot of the, the local independents or, or even just the local stores generally, um, it's just, it's just, it, it takes, there's a lot of specialization and effort that goes into it. That's just, you know, there's not enough time in the day to do all this stuff. So uh, I think that's just making it really low, low friction, like very simple, very automated is something that we've just obsessed about. And I think it seems to be, be working. Yeah, like you said, it's, you know, there's just value to entering the race. So let's get everyone to the starting line because to your point, there's still a tremendous amount of retail that's done in stores. But how many of those people actually have an e-commerce presence in the way you're describing? So it's just time for people to enter the race. Well, that was wonderful, Mark. Thank you for, for that. Like I said at the beginning, we were really excited to talk to you because we think this is just a very, very important and very interesting solution for us. And we'd love to get you out of here on this. So as you know, what we do at the conclusion of all of our segments is we like to do a game that we call How Millennial Are You? And the idea here is that we believe that uh, figuring out how to handle this digital transformation that's around all of us today, especially in retail, requires curiosity. And so we have a few questions that we like to ask. It's almost like the inside the actor studio, if you ever seen, have ever seen that television show. But we ask it of all of our guests, and the idea is to see how curious they are. Not necessarily how old they are in actual age, but curious or young mentally in terms of how they think about the world. So we have a feeling you're going to do pretty well on this one. So, I think I'm going to come across very millennial. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? That's okay, great. that's great. You might we'll, see, we'll let you know if you come across as the most millennial. So here we go. Question number one. Do you still have cable? Uh, no, I don't really watch TV at all. I haven't watched TV in years. Okay, so no. No value in it. Um, question two, what kind of mattress do you sleep on? So do you have the traditional box spring or are you sleeping on one of those new fancy memory foam mattresses like a purple or a Casper? I got my mattress in Ikea, so I guess... Uh, it's the second time yeah. we've heard that. Also from a European uh, guest on our show, so going with the memory foam. All right, here's one. Let's say you're out to dinner with some friends and uh, you forgot your wallet or maybe you don't even carry a wallet anymore and the check comes and... People pick up the tab for you. How are you paying them back? Are you using cash? Are you using Venmo? How are you going about uh, I that? Use my my bank uh, bank app. So the mm. app from my bank uh, lets me do that. Nice. That's what I do too, actually. And then last question. Let's say you had the option, and you could have a brand new sports car, top of the line sports car. You could have a fancy luxury vacation somewhere. Which one are you choosing? So my car is 17 years old, so probably can't I replace my car, to be perfectly honest. Uh, the reason it's that old is I don't drive very much. Uh, I get most places on foot or bikes or public transport. I actually lived in L.A. for a while, and I, 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 I traveled around L.A. purely by bicycle, which was a pretty extreme choice. Oh, my gosh, really? That sounds amazing. Including doing my grocery shopping on my bike. Oh, my so. gosh. What kind of car is it? I'm just curious. 
It is a 2001 Ford Focus. Ford Focus. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Very nice. Very Pretty nice. indestructible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really notice all the other ancient cars on the road, and uh, they all seem to be Ford Focuses. So that's interesting. <laughs> well, they hold up, I guess. That's for sure. Well, I don't know how millennial you are, but you're definitely a startup entrepreneur. That's yes. for sure. That becomes definitely clear. So Absolutely. awesome job. Well, hey, Mark, thank you very much. And for the audience that's listening, how can they find out more about Pointy? Where should they go? Oh, uh, yeah. So it's pointy.com. Uh, pretty simple. Yeah. Or, or, you know, we're on all social media and that kind of thing. And people can just uh, get in touch. Awesome. Awesome. I highly encourage everyone to check it out. It's a really simple and intuitive solution, especially when you start to see some of the videos online about exactly how it works and how easily it can connect to retailer systems. So on behalf of Anne, uh, I just want to say, Mark, thank you so much. So Mark Cummins, CEO of Pointy, thanks for being on our show today. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Alan. Thanks. And of course, as always, to everyone out there, be careful out there. <laughs>